Uh, you're looking at me. Uh, good, good, good. You're looking at the, the video that we just showed of the lug nut thing. And then you're just making love to your audience at home in the camera there. Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Heineken Champions Cup Chat. Brought to you by Irish Rugby Tours, the Rugby Tour Specialists, AFIA Sports Training, committed to developing the sporting potential of future players in the U.S., U.K., and across the world. And Dub Pies, Down Under Pies, stop by, say hi, and eat pie. And the Pagan Whistle on West 36th Street. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis at the Fantasy Sports Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan talking rugby. And this time, Stephen, we're going to go across the pond to Europe and talk a little European rugby, the Heineken Champions Cup. You have a chance to, to catch any of it while you were in Glendale, Colorado? Yeah, not as much as normal. I mean, uh, obviously results and what have you in reports, but I uh, saw a bit of the Glasgow game. That's my team, but um, tremendous competition this now. It's really throwing up great games, great storylines every week. This European Champions Cup is something else. It is, it is. And Steve, uh, we're going to segue into our first of our four recurring segments uh, around the European competition, the Champions Cup, not the Challenge Cup. Uh, and I'm going to ask you a question. Here's trivia question number one. These sneakers, are they the colors of Cardiff or Glasgow? That's clearly Cardiff. <laughs> well, it wasn't so clear this weekend, was it? And that brings us right into our this week's this week's Freddie Burns. My choice is the uh, kit protocol department at the uh, European Champions Cup office, who, for whatever reason, didn't have um, didn't sort it out. So Glasgow and Cardiff took the field in very similar looking outfits. Cardiff's outfit was their second outfit was twenty miles away at their team HQ. Glasgow only showed up with one, so consequently they had to play the game in these um, similar-looking kits. Didn't affect the result. Glasgow, comfortable winners away from home, 29-12, bonus point. Good win for the Warriors. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, great minds think alike. And I have written down in my notes for my little teleprompter here, the European rugby organizers are this week's Freddie Burns for me. Same thing. Uh, you know, I wore the sneakers because I just so, thought, you know. So finally, we agree on something. And yes, and we got to, you know, they're two of our favorite teams, the Glasgow Warriors and uh, Cardiff Blues. You got Blaine Scully and Samuel Manoa over there, right? MVP of the week for this round. Another catchy recurring segment name. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Maxine Medard of uh, Stade Toulouse, Toulouse player. Um, got a couple of tries this week. He is sort of. He's getting up there in terms of um, all-time top try scorers in Europe. I think he's up to like third or something. Yeah, he's also the man that I I picked last week after he knocked the ball out of Freddie Burns' mm -hmm. hands. There and you go. He's having a good season. Yeah, yeah, and that was an amazing, amazing win. I'm going to go with Joel Hodgson of the Newcastle Falcons and give another salute to our boys in the Gallagher, Gallagher Premiership, AFIA Sports Training Group. And uh, friends of the British Council, because this guy, all over the pitch, field general, number 10, in an unbelievable epic win again for Newcastle. Uh, just shocking. Mont a very good Montpellier side with Vern Cotter at the helm. 
Yeah, I didn't see that one. Eighth minute of injury time, 39 phases, I read. Which is, that's the way to hold your nerve. Coming off a yellow. Right. They were playing down a man. Yeah. They, come, they, they play through unbelievable, unbelievable 39 phases without a mistake against a, a huge Mont, Montpellier side, right? And I'm butchering. Yeah, easy for you to say. Montpellier. Montpellier, that much Montpellier. better. But, you know, we're here in America. So, um, team of the week. Team of the week, you mean Equipe de la Savon. Oui? I don't know where to start. Uh, I, well, I go with Newcastle. You know, for that result, uh, they've they've now put it over on two French giants back to back, and they're really the surprise team. I think um, Saris and Toulouse are also full points. So those three, so Newcastle are in good company right now. All right, you know, it, it's it's getting a little old for for even me here because we're going to agree again. I'm picking Newcastle. My second is Toulouse. Uh, for all those people that uh, question. Whether Toulouse is a team that's born to win, they're not born to lose. You can write that one down. Toulouse to win? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our Pontypool Front Row Award of the Week. This goes to the engine room guy, the lunch pill guy in the tight five that has impressed. And you can blame Johnny Lewis, the Welshman, for this name. I'll go Johnny Gray. Oscar Warriors, my hometown boy, scored a try, 25 tackles, another good um, blue-collar shift from him. Well played, sir. Well played. You got Glasgow in there, your homeboys, and nobody at home could argue with that pick. I'm going to go with uh, a member of the front row for Toulouse because they faced Leinster, and Leinster's front row is just relentless and great, and these guys stayed with them, and I'm going to go with... Yes, uh, any any special notes that you want to make about this competition so far? We got a break until December. No, I think it's it's uh, as I said right at the beginning. It's, it's exciting comp. Um, it's it's really every week now. There, there's mouth watering fixtures and they deliver. Um, so it's almost it's just a level up even from Pro 14 or you know Premiership. I think is a bit of a grind, but. Um, it, it, this is good stuff. It's glamorous, a little bit international, top players, left, right, and center, and some thrilling games, one-point games, games decided in the final minutes, that kind of stuff, down to the last second, as Dustin Rose would say. But um, it's all good, all good right now. And you had, you know, if, if we're circling back on Freddie Burns, Wasps and Bath tied at 35. Yep. Like kissing your sister. No, that's a very peculiarly American way to look at it. Why? You know, a tie. You want to win. You're in pool play in this competition. Of course you want to win. But the, the, there's nothing that this whole notion that tying is an unsatisfactory result. You know, it's, uh, if you're behind the deficit they had and you scramble, you get points out of that. They, I think they got three points out of it, right? Bonus point for tries, blah, 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 blah. That's, but if you, conversely, if you blow that lead and you end up with a point, right, that's, a tie. That, so that tie was good to a team that came back from three, four scores down. Yes, it was. Right? And that tie could be good if you're playing away from home. All right. Just saying. On that note, I am successful in having Steve ticked off at me once again for my that's lack it. of rugby knowledge. Thank you, Stephen, for educating me and your patience. No, not at all. And that's your that. patience. On that note, Matt McCarthy for Steve Lewis of Glasgow, obviously. More rugby wrap-up at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York. Signing off.